and welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm a former corporate ladder climber turned health coach on a mission to lead women ready to step to the edge of their lives to welcome in more fulfillment, more health, and most importantly, more joy in their midlife. Each week, I'll be bringing you juicy conversations with incredible women who are stepping to the edge of their lives, rebelling against the narrative, and bravely going after what they desire in their work and their lives. I'll also be dropping in here solo to share thoughts and practical tips to encourage you to activate more health, happiness, and joy in your life. If you're ready to step to the edge, if you're desiring more out of this season of life, I invite you to stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnston, your host, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me today. And as I kick off today's episode, I have a question for you. Do you procrastinate? I will share with you that I do. I have been known to put things off that need to get done until the last minute. In some ways, I have found that the pressure, if that's even the right word for it, of being up against a deadline helps me focus. And I can also acknowledge that this is not a sustainable practice. Let's take this episode, for example. I have been going back and forth on a couple of topics for this week's episode and honestly couldn't land on one. I actually have five half-written, semi-developed podcast outlines saved on my laptop that will eventually bloom into full-fledged episodes. But for now, and for some reason, I kept putting off choosing one and going all in. I was procrastinating. I kept saying, I'll do it tomorrow. I will do it the next day and just kept putting it off. And then it hit me. And the topic for today's episode was born. So why was I procrastinating in choosing a topic and recording it? In this situation, which is often the case for me, what was holding me back was perfectionism. I desire to produce amazing content for you here on the podcast. It is always my intention to inspire, lead, coach, and even make you smile each time you choose to tune into this podcast. And with that, I can sometimes put unnecessary pressure on myself, oftentimes forgetting to show myself the compassion that I coach you to show yourself. So it's a little bit of coach coach thyself kind of moment. Does this resonate with you? Is there something that you do that you are so passionate about? Something that you want that you want it to be so good that wanting it to be that good holds you back from actually doing it. If you just nodded your head or quietly whispered, yep, Ah, yep, that's me. (laughs) You're in the right place. And together, I want us to unpack this topic and tackle it together. Sound good? Okay, let's dig in. Let's first consider the impact of procrastination. Procrastination is a common issue that affects many people from all walks of life. At its core, procrastination is the act of delaying or avoiding tasks or responsibilities that need to be completed. While it may seem harmless, procrastination can have a significant impact on our lives. Procrastination can impact us both in the short and the long term. And some of those impacts can include increased stress and anxiety. Procrastination can lead to increased stress and anxiety as people feel overwhelmed by the tasks that they're putting off. The idea that you continue to put something off that you know that needs to happen can actually increase your level of anxiety around that. And we're going to talk about that more um, in a moment here. 
The other potential impact is missed opportunities. Procrastination can cause people to miss out on opportunities, whether it's a job opportunity, a chance to socialize, or something completely different. I mean, think about a time when maybe a job has popped up on a careers website, maybe with the company that you're at or with a different company, and the job resonated with you. It just was like, ooh, this feels like the right job for me, and yet you procrastinate. You hold yourself back from applying, you don't submit your resume, and as a result of that procrastination, maybe you go back a week later and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it now, and the job is already closed. This was the case for me a few months ago. A job posted up um, that I thought was really interesting. It was something that I would have loved to have had an opportunity to explore, and I procrastinated. I waited, and actually only a couple of days, went back to apply, and the job posting was down. They had already moved into the selection process, and I missed my opportunity. This can also come up if you ever have a download. An idea comes to you, maybe about a creative project or a work project, and you don't take action on it right away. When you go to then take action on it later, maybe it doesn't resonate. It doesn't sit. The timing is off. You've missed the moment. It's past. In addition, procrastination can also decrease productivity. We all know this, right? This is not new information. When people procrastinate, they may be struggling to complete tasks efficiently, and this leads to a decrease in productivity, right? We're not getting done what we need to get done in a timely manner. We're not making progress, and as a result, our productivity is diminished, And then finally, negative self-image, I think, is a significant impact that sometimes people wouldn't acknowledge necessarily or even talk about. Procrastination can impact how we see ourselves, leading to negative self-image or decreased self-esteem. It can really fuel that inner critic, right? When we are procrastinating on something, we've put something off. Now we're rushing to get that thing done. And our inner critic can be really nasty at that point of that negative self-image, you put this off and, you know, all of those things that would come up in your mind that can really fuel that lack of self-esteem. So definitely not something that we want to be encouraging, but again, None of this is a surprise to any of us. But the question is, why do we do it then? We know that there are impacts to procrastination, and yet we all still do it. At some point in some areas of our life, I believe we've all done we've all procrastinated or we are currently procrastinating on something that we need to get done. So why do we do it? Well, there's a few different reasons that might um, fuel why we're procrastinating. So the first one is a fear of failure. One of the most common reasons people procrastinate is a fear of failure. They may feel that they are not capable of completing a task or that their efforts will not be good enough, leading them to avoid it all together right? Nobody loves that feeling of failure. And as we've talked about here on the podcast before, there is courage required when you are taking action, especially if it's something you haven't done before. And with courage comes vulnerability because we need to be vulnerable to the potential that we may fail. And recognizing that failure is part of the process Last week here on the on the podcast, I talked about a growth mindset and really learning to accept fear or failure, I should say, as 
an element in the growth process, right? We're learning and we're growing and failure is going to be a natural element of that. But fear of failure can really hold us back and that can really contribute to procrastination. Another thing that can contribute to procrastination is a lack of motivation. When people lack motivation, they can often struggle to start or complete tasks. This can show up for people who are maybe on a weight loss journey or are um, looking to create a new workout regime. If you're looking to add in movement into your daily routine, if you are not motivated by your choice of movement, so maybe you've chosen strength training, or maybe you purchased a spin bike, or you're going to yoga or walking, whatever that is for you. If you've chosen a type of movement that doesn't truly inspire you or motivate you, it's not deep enough as a motivator, or you're not tied to your why, then you may choose to put that workout off, right? The motivation isn't there. And that lack of motivation can contribute to procrastination. It's that idea of, oh, I'll get it done later. We all know later never seems to come, right? The next one is perfectionism. Those who have a perfectionist mindset may feel that they need to have everything just right before they can start a task. And this can lead to procrastination. This is very common with entrepreneurs or somebody who is desiring to start a new business or even a new hobby. That idea that, well, if I don't do it perfectly, then I shouldn't do it at all. And I know that this has definitely come up for me. I mean, hands up if you are a recovering perfectionist. And I know that you cannot see me because this is a podcast, but trust, I have two hands up in the air. It's true. Perfectionism can be rippling. If this resonates for you, you may have experienced not doing something if you can't do it perfectly. And that is one that I've talked about here on the podcast many times, that idea of doing our best, putting your best foot forward and releasing the pressure that you're putting on yourself to deliver something that is perfect. Imperfect can be beautiful. Imperfect can be compelling. Another reason why we often might procrastinate is a sense of overwhelm. When tasks seem too big or complex, we can become overwhelmed and that will cause us to avoid those tasks altogether. Think about a time when you've been on a large project, maybe something was assigned to you at work or you've taken on a large project at home. You really are desiring the outcome, but when you look at that project, it feels overwhelming. It feels too big to tackle and that can really um, fuel procrastination and fuel that idea that I'm just going to put it off because it just seems too big to start. It's that idea of like, where do I even start, right? Somebody who is starting a new business, this can be very common. It's like, I have this idea for a business, but like, where do I even begin? And that idea of where do I even begin can hold us back from actually beginning. And then finally, one that is so common is distractions. With so many distractions available from social media to streaming services to people in your office or in your workplace around you, your family in your home, it can be a struggle to focus on tasks and this can lead to procrastination. And I'm going to talk about a couple of tips in a moment here around how you can minimize these distractions, but distractions definitely can play into 
um, procrastination and what's impacting us from a procrastination standpoint. The good news is that there are strategies we can use to overcome our procrastination. And I want to share with you one that has been incredibly supportive to me over the years. I can admit, as I did at the start of this episode, that I still find myself in the procrastination loop once in a while. And this concept I am about to share with you helps me break out of that loop and get things done. There's a great book called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy, and it's a book that I read years ago, and I often reference it with my clients and those that I work with. Tracy wrote the book based on a quote from Mark Twain, where Mark Twain said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. If it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. The concept of the book is simple. I'll break it down for you. If I told you that you had to eat a frog, yes, I can acknowledge the idea of a disgusting frog and that you need to eat it is not lost on me, but stick with me. So if I told you by the end of the day that you had to eat a frog, there's no way out, you have to eat it, what would you do? Would you put it off as long as possible? Would this result in worrying about how it will taste, thinking about how disgusting and slimy it will be, imagining how you will probably throw up afterwards, wasting the entire day worrying about it, or would you just get over it and eat that frog? If you choose to eat that frog first thing in the morning, not only would you have accomplished your hardest, most important task of the day, but you would also not waste the entire day worrying about it. And this is often the case, right? I think we can all think of examples when there was something really important and potentially hard that we needed to get done that was on our task list. And instead of diving in bravely, courageously, vulnerably, and getting that task done, we put it off. And in putting it off, in procrastinating, we end up worrying, which increases our stress and our sense of anxiety. We can become overwhelmed by the task. We can become fearful of the task. All of these things start to build up and are continuing to fuel that procrastination. So broken down, the concept of eat that frog can be applied in three simple steps. Number one, identify your frog. This is your hardest, most important task for the day. Just one, just identify that one frog, that one hardest, most important task that you have that day. Then eat it. Do your most important thing first thing in the morning. Don't give yourself a chance to put it off until later. And then third, and I think this is probably one of the most impactful steps, is repeat this every single day. You'll be amazed how quickly small steps taken consistently can add up to big accomplishments. So again, number one, identify your frog. So this is your most um, hardest or most important task of the day. Number two, Eat the frog, get it done first thing in the morning, get that task done first thing in the day. And then number three, repeat that every day. These small steps every single day are going to lead to incredible success and accomplishment. 
We can consider this in another example. Let me share with you a couple of examples. Have you ever had to have a conversation with someone that you anticipate will be challenging? Maybe you're a leader who has to give a direct report feedback, or maybe you have to address a gap in their performance and you know the conversation won't be easy. Did you leave that conversation throughout your day? How did that make you feel? Did you stress and worry about how it would go? Or did you eat the frog and get it over with first thing in the morning? Putting off these conversations or tasks that we don't want to do or that seem scary or hard or that we know can be challenging actually makes them worse. The worrying and the stress that comes as we think about it all day can be worse than the actual conversation or the completion of the task at hand. I can share with you that I've had this example myself, putting off a conversation that needed to happen with an individual that I worked with. And in procrastinating, I made it worse for myself. And in fairness, I wasn't being kind to the individual. Being upfront, clear, and timely in feedback is kind. Eat the frog. The idea of tackling the hardest, most important task first thing in the morning can be a powerful strategy for all of us. Whether you are an entrepreneur, a leader, a parent, a business owner, tackling your hardest, most important task first thing each day can produce feelings of accomplishment that will build momentum. And before you know, you'll be tackling the second item on your to-do list and your productivity is going to soar. We can even apply this concept to working out. I shared the example earlier of being on a weight loss journey or um, building a new workout regime for yourself. I love the idea of working out first thing in the morning. I do this because I love the feeling and the energy that working out produces. And I love to carry that energy into the rest of my day. And I also know myself well enough to know that if I put off my workout, I am less likely to get it done. My motivation to work out declines throughout the day and my excuses tend to get stronger. I know this about myself, which is why I commit to working out in the morning. Then I can check it off my list and begin to tackle other items I have planned for the day. So bottom line for my fellow procrastinators, it's time to eat the frog. I encourage you to consider this concept as you think about what you need to get done today or this week. What's the most impactful task you have to complete? What's the most important and possibly the hardest thing you need to do? Go and do it. If you're an entrepreneur and the most important thing on your list is to reach out to five potential new customers and you've been putting it off, I want you to pick up your phone when you're done listening to this episode and start making calls. If you're a parent who has to have a tough conversation with their child, do it now. Don't put it off. And if you're a leader who has to give someone feedback, do it. Don't delay. It's not good for you and it's not fair to the individual. Eat the frog. As I wrap this episode, I want to also offer three quick tips to consider when you find yourself procrastinating. Number one, consider breaking tasks down into smaller, more manageable pieces. This will reduce those, that sense of overwhelm when you're looking at something that is a large project. If you are somebody who has set a big goal, reverse engineer it, break it down into smaller, manageable pieces, and then begin to tackle the hardest ones first. 
The second thing I would offer is identify and address the underlying fears or anxiety that may be causing you to procrastinate. Get to the root cause of why you're putting it off. What are you afraid of? Are you like me, a recovering perfectionist? Is that what's holding you back? Is your perfectionism crippling you that you're not taking progress? Acknowledge the fear, show yourself some self-compassion and some love, and then eat the frog. And third and finally, create a conducive work environment. Set the conditions for success by minimizing distractions. This can mean to hitting the do not disturb on your phone. If you never use that, my friends, it is a game changer. I love that one. You could consider using noise canceling headphones. If you happen to work in an office or a space where there are a lot of noise and distraction around you, try noise canceling headphones. Turn off the notifications on your email, or if you are part of an organization that uses like team, Microsoft Teams or Slack, things like that, where instant messaging can come through and really dis, um, distract you and ruin your train of thought, allow yourself the time to turn off those notifications and really set the conditions for yourself for success. I love doing this. I love to hit my do not disturb and really dive into a project. You will be surprised how much you can accomplish when you dive in with really focused intention. I promise you, you can get more done in an hour than probably most people can get done in a day when you are super focused. The bottom line is overcoming pro procrastination requires self-awareness, discipline, and a willingness to take action. By breaking tasks down, tackling the most important first, eliminating those distractions, and practicing positive self-talk, you can overcome proc procrastination and achieve your goals. I believe this. I hope you believe this. I hope you know this at your core. So start today, sweet friend. I hope that today's episode has inspired you to take the first step, to take action in the direction of your dreams. Let go of procrastination, step to your edge and allow your wings to appear. Remember, the only way to get things done is to do them. So until next time, remember that I believe in you and your dreams. I'm sending much love. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review. Then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.